Hey, Michaela. Michaela? Hello? Welcome to the Trading's Business Show, helping you get off the tools and into true business ownership so you can spend more time doing the things that matter most. Now, here are your hosts, Warwick Bidwell and Michaela Clark. Huh. Well, listeners, it looks like you've just got Wazza today. Welcome to the Tradies Business Show. Uh, Michaela couldn't join me this morning for our recording session, and uh, turns out neither could our guest. So uh, I'm not going to uh, not going to dob them in. But uh, it got me thinking about punctuality and appointment setting and how to make sure that people are there when they're supposed to be, especially you. So uh, I thought I'd just have a quick chat to you, really quick episode about some uh, tips on being punctual. Have you ever noticed that uh, doctors and dentists and lawyers are only on time for appointments when you're not? It's a terrible feeling, isn't it? You make that assumption that, ah, oh, they're always late, so uh, it won't matter if I'm five or ten minutes late, and uh, and the buggers are always on time. But wouldn't it suck if that was your client? And, uh, you know, you're, you're five or 10 minutes or 15 minutes late and they're sitting there waiting for you. So, uh, to avoid that, we've talked about it on the show before, but there are some cool tools and I'm using one at the moment called Assistant2 and that's assistant.to. It's a Gmail plugin. And if you're, uh, if you're not on Gmail, I'm pretty sure it runs with other email applications, but you can actually send a bunch of links that are tied back to your online calendar. So that when you're trying to make an appointment with somebody, instead of doing that toing and froing uh, with emails or phone calls to try and lock down an appointment, you simply send an email with three or four or six uh, appointment slots that you've picked in your calendar. And basically, the person at the other end can just pick whichever one works for them, and it puts it straight into both of your calendars. So it saves a lot of that toing and froing and all that rigmarole to try and book quotes in or, uh, you know, sales appointments or meet and measures, whatever your sales process calls for. Uh, there are some other things that you can do to make sure that people show up. And something that I uh, I heard from a client of mine recently, actually, is this whole thing of no-shows. And, and I've had a no-show this morning, so I'm kind of standing in the studio here thinking, all right, I'm ready to go. There's nobody here. And... Um, Michaela's going to love the fact that I've just cranked out an episode on my own this morning. But um, no-shows really suck, don't they? You dr- I'm sure you've had this as a listener. You've driven all the way to a site or to a meeting, and you've arrived on time, you've hustled to get there, and you sit there, and you sit there, and you wonder if you've got the right day. You check your calendar. Yep, right day. You go back, check the emails or the texts. Yep, definitely today, definitely this time. Can't get hold of the person at the other end. What is going on? So often what I see happen and what I I, uh, spoke to a couple of clients about recently, my wingman clients, is sometimes people just don't place enough value on that appointment with you. And so they don't bother turning up because they're probably too embarrassed or nervous about cancelling and telling you that they don't want you to come around and do a meet and measure. Or they could have just been busy. But uh, often it's just a lack of value. I mean, if they had a really important appointment with their doctor, I'm pretty sure they would get along to that. So if they're no showing with you, you might need to go back and have a look at, are you building enough value in that appointment? 
of you turning up to measure the job or run through their requirements and the importance of that particular step in actually engaging you as a tradie. There are some ways you can do that. Uh, one is to stop talking about what you do and what you're going to do and all the technical stuff and actually relate this back to the problem. What's the problem that this person has that you're potentially going to solve for them? And uh, I had a great session with a wingman client about this recently where his marketing was talking all about their special offer and what they were going to do for their clients and you know, it was it was a good marketing piece. It was well written, but the headline was all about the special offer, and uh, a lot of the marketing sort of had that same vein. And what we did was change the headlines and change the wording in the sales process, the conversations they were having with their prospects, to be really focused on the problem that they were going to solve or the problem that the consumer didn't actually realize they might have had. Now, this was a pest control business, and uh, what we did was change those headlines to talk about the bacteria that cockroaches carry rather than a special offer for pest control because a special offer for pest control, yeah, whatever. And so a lot of people aren't actually home when the pest controllers are turning up to uh, to do the assessment of the house, do a termite inspection. Uh, but what we've done is reframe that in terms of the fact that your house insurance doesn't cover termite damage. Now, that's going to actually get people to sit up and take notice. So if you're having no-shows in your business, just have a look at how are you positioning those appointments. Are you really showing the value in you turning up or the importance of that step in the process? Why would somebody absolutely want to make sure that they're there and uh, just Think about the problem that you're going to solve for them. Now, that might not be the end sale in the process. It might not be about actually asking for the $1,000 order or the $5,000 sale from the client, but that step in the process is really, really important because we're going to identify the extent of the damage or we're going to be able to come up with a drainage plan for your plumbing or we're going to be mapping out the plan for your garden and in a lot of cases we can save 25% on materials cost by doing that effectively and getting all of your ideas up the front. So if you can frame those things in terms of uh, tapping into people's fear of loss or fear of you know, their health suffering, but particularly the hip pocket, usually people are quite motivated by the hip pocket these days, um, you'll, you'll stamp out some of those no-shows. As I said at the top, using technology is great. There are some fantastic tools these days. You can put uh, online booking forms on your website. I know Makara and I have talked about those before. Using little plugins like Assistant2 or Schedule.me. Uh, there's a stack out there. Time Trade is another one. It's a bit older now. But there are some really good apps and plugins that you can use to just make it easy for people to pick a time. Often, with how busy we all are these days, it's easy to forget, in inverted commas, some of our appointments. And uh, I know I have a bit of a reputation as being Mr. Time because I have a busy schedule and I literally cannot make any appointment, whether it's a social engagement or, uh, or a business engagement, without referring to my trusty calendar. And uh, I actually lost my all of my appointments out of my calendar once and I was uh, I was in a bit of a mess, so I just took a week's holiday. That's not entirely true. But uh, yeah, ha have a look at some of those tools. Uh, have a look at the value that you're building in those steps in your sales process, basically. Make sure people value their time as well as your time. 
and that you're talking about their problems, not the fact that you need to get this done so you can advance them to the next step of your sales process because that feels like, eh, you know, that you're just trying to stitch me up. But if it's about a problem-solving thing, then people are more likely to turn up and you'll have less no-shows. The last thing I would say is be organized. Get all this stuff done in advance. If you're busy and you're hustling, that's fine, but you need to be really organized and structured. So uh, tell people what's going to happen with the whole process at the start. So if I ring you up and inquire about, I don't know, getting my roof redone, right? Uh, Tell me that, okay, so what we're going to do, Warwick, is we're going to come out and actually inspect your roof. Uh, Now, I'll just book an appointment for you uh, to be home and let us in, and we'll run you through that uh, now. So are you available on Friday or Tuesday? Which one of those would suit you best? Give me a choice of some days. Um, And then the next thing we're going to do is take that information, go away and prepare a quote for you, and then I'm going to come back and sit down with yourself and your wife or whatever and actually run through that presentation or run through our proposal for you and our recommendations. So when's a good time for us to do that? And so what I'm suggesting here, listeners, is that you you lock in all of those appointments at the start, if possible. Don't wait for the next appointment to book the next appointment, if you get what I'm saying. Book all of those appointments at the front end. So that's it. I'm locked and loaded. And then literally that can all go into your calendar and you're ready to rock and roll with the whole process. And then use the whole, uh, you know, sending SMSs the day before. I've just literally done that before I press record. Just sent a bunch of text messages out to some uh, candidates. I'm doing some recruiting for one of my wingman clients. So uh, this is sounding like a plug for, for Tradies Business Wingman. It's not, but uh, but I've just sent out some SMSs to make sure that all those people turn up to their group interview this afternoon. So we've got five or six candidates coming along. I don't want to be sitting there and only one person turns up. So use some of those tools, but definitely book the whole process in advance as much as you possibly can. And that means that you've got to have a sales process. And again, we've talked about that before on the show. So uh, that's enough rambling from me. I'm going to go and get myself a coffee. And uh, you know what? Here's here's a little closing thought for you. If you do have a no-show, instead of feeling stressed and guilty and, uh, you know, filling that time with fluff and racing around, trying to make use of the hour or 30 minutes or whatever, you know what? It's okay to just put your feet up and take a break. Maybe catch up on a bit of podcast listening. Go back to some previous episodes of the show. Uh, But take advantage of it and just take a pause, you know, just take a breath, have a look around, go sit in a park somewhere have a coffee, whatever it is, and uh, just use that for a bit of rejuvenation. So sometimes a no-show can be a good thing. And uh, on that note, I'm going to go get myself another long macchiato. And uh, (laughs) I hope you have a fantastic few days. And uh, next episode, you should be able to hear from Michaela again because I think she's she's a bit funnier than me, I just realized. I couldn't come up with a decent joke about punctuality. Anyway, thanks for listening and uh, bye for now. You've been listening to The Tradies Business Show with Warwick Bidwell and Michaela Clark. Want to get off the tools and into true business ownership? Find out how at tradiesbusinessshow.com.